Welcome to Voice It with Fran Lavoie. I am your host, Fran Lavoie, and I want to thank you guys for all your support and helping me get monetized. It's been great. Um, these analytics have been crazy. You know, one day I'll share with you, I have people really from all over the world listening. It's amazing. Um, and I'm just grateful. I'll just talk about whatever I want to talk about, child. So without further ado, well, before <laughs> we get to that, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podstitcher, um, and Spotify, and where it all started on Anchor FM mm -hmm. at Voice It with Voice It exclamation mark, sorry, with Fran Lavoie. So now without further ado, let me voice it. I have a very special guest. She is a actress. She is a writer, a theater maven, and a singer, which she likes to leave out, but she is a singer and songwriter, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I just don't understand why she does. But this is the Simony Andres Hugie, known as Simony Renee. Clap it up, clap it up. Well, I, I'm, okay, hold on. I, I don't know how to clap it. Okay, I'm going to clap it right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate you. And, you know, I dabble. I dabble here and I dabble there, you know, so. The lies you tell. Ah. <laughs> the lies you tell. Okay, so. <sighs> well, another role that Simony or Sim Renee has taken on is being well, two roles. She's taken on being a loving wife to her husband, Michael, and the second role being a mother to our soon-to-be 11-month-old bundle of joy, Alyssa Simone. Yes. She yes, might be somewhere yes, in the yes. background as a third co-host. You never know, and she'll voice it as well. So if you hear something, just know she has strong opinions. Absolutely. And, and, and we welcome it because while babies can do wrong, they can't do wrong at the same time. You, I hope you guys understood what I meant by that, but okay. <laughs> so um, by the title of this podcast, you already know what we're here for, okay? You know why we're here, all right? So we are here to discuss Abbott Elementary and- Yes. Mm -hmm. This show has been just <laughs> television's craze. Um, just recently won two Emmys um, within the past couple of weeks. Shout out to Quinta Brunson who wrote this and came up with the concept and mm -hmm. it is on its second season. The second episode just premiered tonight on ABC. Um, the first season, it was a... Um, a, a half season kind of like plug in. Um, and they were basically, you know, like with every pilot show, you're, you're trying to figure out if it's going to be picked up or not. And, you know, when it gets, when it gets picked up by a network, then, you know, they don't give you a full season for the most part. A lot of times they're like, okay, we're going to give you a 10 season debut, a 10 episode debut. Well, needless to say, everybody loved it and it got rave reviews and we are back. And because life gets in the way, we are 
kind of doing a mashup, as the Jamaicans say, a mashup <laughs> of, <Yes. laughs> of pretty much describing the characters, then talking about pretty much briefly what happened in season one, how it relates to what we saw last in episode one of season two and what we saw tonight, because honey, it is a kiki and a tea that we are going yes. to on tonight. Sip, sip. All right. So, um, where do you want to start? <laughs> well, you yeah, know, great place to start is the beginning. Like you said, this show was literally, it's not even like really an underdog, but you know, it's one of those shows where it's like, you don't know what to expect. You see it coming like mid season. So you're like, okay, well, it looks like it'll be good. You see some familiar faces. Um, and you see some like uh, people you may not be familiar with. You hope that when it comes together, it's going to be great. And when I tell you this show has yet to disappoint, it is yet to disappoint. It's only people we've been following for a while. So, um, so just to name like some of the familiar faces. So, I mean, Quinta Brunson, if you've been following her career, you know she was doing um, comedy and stuff for like a while, and actually writing more independent projects and things like that before she got Abbott Elementary, and then, of course, there's Tyler, who did, like, Everybody Hates Chris, Thoroughly Ralph, yes. of course, epic, epic, and long overdue Emmy, mind you, um, yes. for her work, because right? And then, you know, we have newer faces as well, and when I say this ensemble cast has been, like, everything. Yes, It has absolutely. literally been everything so i'm just like we probably gonna start from the beginning just in case there is anybody who doesn't know the show or like what it's about and then like plug in the characters and then listen i'm trying to jump into today to be honest i'm like oh my god did you see the episode but i'll be oh no you know we're, we're certainly uh-huh. gonna... <laughs> no we're certainly gonna talk about it you know just to kind of you know give a background like you know Sim Renee said you know this show you know was curated by Quinta Brunson who mm-hmm. pretty much was a social media star she was the one oh he got money money that whole you know like and then yeah. from there she you know just started writing and you know she she's done a lot in entertainment and she has this wonderful show we have Janelle James who is who plays Ava Coldman? Ava, I'm sorry, who is the very <laughs> unprofessional principal and yeah, leader of like principal question mark. Principal? Like she's the principal of the school? <laughs> and, and just to give you backstory on Ava, Ava is all the way lit, honey. Ava said, all the way. you know, she just gonna be. Well, we're going to describe Ava. We got to go back to Quince's character. But Ava is like a mess, honey. She is just like, I'm too lit. She, like, she's all about herself. Self-absorbed. If self-absorbed was, like, baby, she describes self-absorption. She just absorbs everything. Yes. And and she bad and she know it. But let's go back to Quinta's character. Yes. Her name is Janine Teagues, and she mm-hmm. is a 
I believe Penn State or University of Pennsylvania um, graduate. I want to say it's University of Penn because I think she boasts about the whole Ivy League education, and that's one of the Ivy League schools. And she is a proud educator of Abbott Elementary. Mm -hmm. and she is very prideful. She is extremely all about her job. And she, you know, she's a second grade teacher that you know she loves teaching. And she's a little fixed, I would say. Like she's very fixed on this is how things are supposed to be. You know, it, she reminds me of myself. And I don't know if you can relate, Sim, where when I was in my 20s, because for those of you that don't know, I was a former public school and charter school and private school teacher. And so when I was a brand new educator, I was like, this is what they taught me in school. This is what it's going to be. So I'm going to uphold it and I'm going to take pride in my job. And I love my job. I mean, I wasn't like too much of a, I wasn't too uptight, but I mean, some people would, would, would say like, girl, you was wilding. So she exemplifies <laughs> all of that. <laughs> she also has been in, well, in the first season, she brings on Tariq, who is her live-in yes. boyfriend, who she had been with since middle school. And Tariq is an aspiring rapper. And yes. go go on and talk, talk to us that about Tariq. Listen, I Tariq is somebody that you have to experience because I feel like my description of him will do justice. He's one of those characters that you have to see the show, not because he's so complex, but it's just so ridiculous. And <laughs> but it makes it funny because he believes it. Like he's one of those like rappers who feels like, oh, I just need like one break. Like, every opportunity is, like, a big break. Like, there was one gig he did where it can only fit, like, 10 people, like, the space. Um, and that was hilarious. And then, of course, he did a <laughs> gig at the school. Like, it was for their – it was a D.A.R.E., but our our reference would be the D.A.R.E. program, like, the drug program. But I think they called it something else. And they have, like, a drug program, you know, trying to encourage kids not to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that episode yeah. right there used to be like <laughs> so you know, Tariq, it's, it's, exposure listen oh yes that's it that's it oh my goodness yes friends against drugs fade yes <laughs> <laughs> and and he's just the typical like I guess the best way to describe it is scrub I mean that's like an old school reference for anybody who knows that reference like he does I Oh no, scrub! Come on, scrub! This busted. He like everything is like literally. Janine is like giving him the car that he uses. You know, he barely works. He's really just trying to work enough to fund the dream um, of his music career. And it's just like I'm sure he loves her, but it's more just like he's so consumed in pursuing his own dream that he doesn't realize he's really just taking advantage. Or maybe he does realize it. Who knows? But that's just comedy at its finest. I I always get a good chuckle with Tyreek. It's you know, I think at the bottom of it, I believe there is a level of care, but he I think it's just <laughs> like, dude, you you really are about yourself. So so what I'd like to do so that this isn't like forever, 
I'd like to tie in everything that we've seen so far. So okay. season one, we pretty much, you pretty much hit it right on the head. Like he was, he was a scrub that thought he was fly, but he was known as a buster. And pretty much. When, we, <laughs> when we see episode one of season two, well, first of all, the, the last episode of season one, when they broke up, honey, like the breakup was funny because like they used to have this kind of like, like, like this kind of like, yeah, where she's pretty much throwing dollars at him, fake dollars, and he's dancing, making it rain <laughs> on the him. Dollars. <laughs> the the dollars. He, she made it rain on Tariq, you know, so it, it's like. This is but ridiculous. isn't that their relationship though? It was like she's all she's literally the supplier, like she's always funding something. So that's literally their handshake is their relationship. Yeah, pretty much. And, and like on top of that, like when we get to the second episode, because their breakup was spawned on by her friend Jacob, who we're gonna talk yes. about later. And you know, Jacob was pretty much telling her, like, look, like. You know, because he used to catch rides with her, kind of like carpooling every now and then. It's like, mm -hmm. hey, you're well, I'm a teacher, so let's let's ride together. And you know, he got a chance to be acquainted with him, with Tariq, and obviously, you know, he could see the cracks in that relationship and just saw her stress. And basically, at that fade episode when Tariq did his performance, he basically told her, like, look, in a lot of words, it's like, if you've outgrown this guy, it's okay to let him go. It, it's mm -hmm. it's quite all right, you know, like he's draining you. He said it in so many words, just referencing a relationship that he had to let go in the past. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the very last episode, they eventually did break up. And I mean... In this uh, new season, you know, she talks about how, you know, the breakup went, but she was determined to not let it affect her, her, um, her work in the upcoming year. Yeah. But during it the, did. mm hmm. No, go ahead. No, no, I was saying it definitely did. Um, it definitely did play a role. Like, honestly, she's the eternal optimist. Like, literally from season one to season two. Like, she's literally... Janine's character is always trying to find the bright side. She's always trying to make sure her school looks the best it can look. Like, all the students are capable of achieving. Like, we can also have this equipment. We can also have these tools. Like, literally, every opportunity she has to make her school better. She wants to do that to a fault almost. It's like literally <laughs> how many times has she like injured herself or gotten yes. in trouble for yes. trying to be the savior of the school. And we really start to see more of her vulnerability like probably like near the end of season one going into season two. You're starting to see some cracks especially when it comes to our dynamic with Barbara which is another character we get to talk about. Um, her researcher like looking for approval um, and then also just in the relationship to be with somebody since middle school, like consistently, let's make that very clear since middle school consistently up until yes. this point. So we're looking at like 10 years, I believe. Um, 10 years minimum, probably. Yeah. And never been with anybody else. So this is what, you know, you thought was going to be it. 
and everything with this. Everything's going to be great. We're going to work through this. We're going to power through this. I'm going to be here to support you and your dreams. Woo. And then you just realize, no, like you really start to see this season that, you know, it's okay not to be okay, essentially. Like, yo, things aren't really going that well. It's an adjustment process happening after the breakup. So you start yeah. to see more of the other aspect of Janine, but she will forever be the optimist in the group. Like she is the one that's going to see the positive and want the best. Like that's so far her character. And sometimes, you know, like for instance, in this episode, the episode one of season two, you know, wanting to be the optimist, you're hiding, you know, you're hiding what's truly wrong. And, it's just an imbalance and not really knowing how to really manage emotions. And oftentimes mm-hmm. people put on that mask of, nope, everything's going to be okay, even though everything's crashing around me, because they don't know how to be honest about things crashing down around mm-hmm. them or within them without allowing it to affect other aspects of their life. And I think that's what she was afraid of. And that's what she's often afraid of on top yeah. of her being prideful, on top of her being possessive, <laughs> lovingly. Um, yes. She has a huge heart. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I thought it was funny in the first episode because it's development week and Jacob is also another optimistic guy, but um, just highly spirited and, is you know her best friend on the show you know and so um he goes in to kind of like discuss what they can do during the development week mixer um because she has grizzy from the philadelphia flyers coming in to surprise the kids and she has you know quince um janine has all these things going but then he notices that she he goes on her laptop to you know research ideas so that they can do this awesome presentation. He finds out through an email, her landlord is like, look, this is the third time I'm trying to reach you. I know where you live. Pay this rent. <laughs> like, like, and but, but then yeah. it exposes and she didn't want to talk about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it exposes yet again the 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 stoic optimism you know, that she tends to have that is just hiding something. So it's interesting, you know, at the breakdown of that, you know, they put a boot on her car. Then Mm -hmm. she, you know, Grizzy, she, you know, scheduled Grizzy to come during during the wrong day. You know, but it just shows you the humanity and the cracks that, you know, what we can take from this is, Girl, it will be all right. Not everything has mm-hmm. to be perfect. You you can make time for yourself in the midst of a heartbreak, in the midst of life crashing down, and really take your time to get back to you. But it doesn't have to affect your performance as a professional. So so what say mm-hmm. you on that? Um, I completely agree. I love the fact that, you know, we're seeing more to Janine this season and the fact that we're actually getting to see like, hey, as much as she is the optimist that, you know, real life is happening and how she's navigating that, but she still has a good perspective, 
I would say like, you know, it's it's learning to be realistic with the positivity, I think. Like, hey, while this isn't the best situation, I'm not going to wallow in self-pity. It's like, hey, we got to keep it moving. We have to do what we have to do. And the awesome thing about an ensemble cast, like you can see them in that episode really like encouraging her and supporting her. I mean, clearly Ava, no, she's not going to support anybody unless it's in her best interest. And that's pretty right. Character. Uh, but I mean, everybody else was definitely more supportive and encouraging, just letting her know that, hey, we all have our ups and our downs, but you can make it through this. And it was really nice to see that camaraderie uh, yeah. in the cast for sure. Yep. Yeah. So let's move forward to Ava, uh, who, you know, we, we jumped right into her because this ensemble cast is really good, but with Ava, it's like, you know, we referenced her several times already. My dog is like, look, if it's not about me, then what are we talking about? Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. Like, it is evident and clear <laughs> that it, it has to be about her. And even, <laughs> and we even got to see a little bit of humanity with Ava's character on that same episode that we were talking about, the um, Fade <laughs> episode. No, not the Fade episode. It was the episode with the step team. There we go. Yes. Um, Yes. And we actually got to see a moment with her and her family. And even with all that, oh, it's about me and, you know, oh, I'm going to do what I, you know, I think is best for me. It's not necessarily best for the school, but, you know, even with all that, you see that there is a level of compassion. Like she does care about, you know, her family and even in some aspects, the school as well, because, you know, as you watch the show further, her job is on the line. Uh, that's a whole other thing right there about, you know, how she got the principal job and, you know, she's pretty much like blackmailing one of the superintendents. <laughs> At least that's what she thought. And then that reversed right back on her. So now it's like, oh, let me mind my P's and Q's so I can keep my job kind of situation. But even in that opportunity to where it, she could have just literally just been like, you know what, take the job, bye. You can actually see that she really worked hard to do her due diligence of got, you know, finances near the end, as well as uh, with Barbara's health as well, and um, one of the other teachers. So even though for the most part, she's pretty self-absorbed, you have moments <laughs> where you kind of see where she does care. Yeah, but it's hilarious watching her in general, just seeing her and her process and just like she wants to be like social media famous desperately. Yes, she does. She's always taking an opportunity to take a selfie. Like even we were just talking about, you know, Ava, I mean, um, Janine, you know, like at one point when she, you know, kind of gave in to what she was going through with Tariq and feeling sad. Grizzy, the mascot, gave her a hug. In that sentimental moment, everybody's <laughs> like, "Ah, Ava, Ava's like, I'm gonna take a selfie, like, you know." And and just to kind of like add more detail to what you're saying, Sam, like her being the principal, um, she pretty much got the job <laughs> because you know she goes to church with the superintendent. Denzel Collins, who is played by Reggie Hayes, who was mm-hmm. pretty popular on Girlfriends. Yeah. Um, and um, he 
was cheating on his wife. And so to keep that secret, he gave her the job, even though there were people that were much more qualified for it, which we'll get into later, i.e. Gregory. Mm -hmm. And the irony in that situation, because she be sweating Gregory, but it's... It, it is just like, you know, everything, like when we, everything was about her, that episode with the step show, um, you know, we did see the humanity in her, um, but there were several times where it was like, while she gets things done and things work out in the end, the way she goes about it is so like self-centered, you know, she's yeah. all about the Instagram famous thing, like you said, but um in the last episode when they pretty much, she pretty much had to fight for her job and she had to go mm-hmm. up in front of the, you know, district board and, you know, pretty much create a presentation about the school's needs, the school's um, progress. And she really couldn't do it. And, you know, once again, the ensemble cast is great because they all helped her out. They all supported her. But, you know, once again, some people, child, they just do what they do. And you have to, and it's, it's like having that boss that you feel like, why are you here? How did you get this job? <laughs> like, like, I don't understand. But at the same time, yes. somehow, at the same time, somehow it works. So you have yes. to just be like, okay. Yes. I need to respect you because when we get to Barbara's character, Barbara could probably run the whole district herself. But that's you know, hard. <laughs> because she's just been a teacher for so long and she's efficient. Yes, yeah. She's one of the OG yeah. teachers with uh, Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's development week, but you're making money because, you know, there's a football game going on and the stadium's close by and you, you, you're, you're making extra money, you know, charging people $25 a pop for parking. You got you a hot dog stand out there. Yeah. Hot dogs in, in Janine's parking spot. Lord Jesus, it, it, you know, anything to elevate herself, but somehow some way she does get the job done. Yes on her own with some connects or whether it's with the help of the cast because they actually care about the school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go on to Barbara Howard by who is yes. the Emmy award winner for best supporting actress, Miss Cheryl E. Ralph, musical theater yes. extraordinaire, actress extraordinaire, singer extraordinaire, the Jamaican American Cheryl Lee Ralph. I said That's it very Spanish. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was. I was like, okay. <laughs> eh, eh, <laughs> but eh, Listen, all that extra flair, I love it. That extra flair, <laughs> extra sauce. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, talk. Tell us about. Tell us about Miss Miss Barbara Howard. Oh my gosh, Mrs. Howard. Listen, she. I love her life. Oh my goodness. She's one of those like old school, no nonsense teachers. She's been there for years. She's seen the highs and the lows of the school. Um, I believe she teaches kindergarten. Um, and uh, she she's definitely no nonsense. She's 
um, a believer, and she definitely makes it known that she's a woman of yes. God and carries herself a certain way. Yes, she's like, hi, my name is Barbara Howard, a woman of God. Yes. That's the formal introduction. Yes. All kinds of titles and such. And, you know, not that it's like she has to like she helps Janine's character like try to keep her more like realistic. It's like Janine's so like, oh, we can do this and we can do this and we're whatever, whatever. And and Barbara's like, hey, 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 that sounds wonderful. But we have to make this reality work. And you just kind of see how Barbara takes Janine on in this kind of mentor thing, or as Janine calls it, mom tour, which is a yeah mom mentor relationship. Yeah, yeah. Mom, so that's another yes, mom tour. And as you kind of see that develop, because at first it's a bit scary, creepy, borderline stalker, but <laughs> the season progresses in season when you really start to see that relationship develop and you see that Barbara really starts taking her on because she sees Janine's willingness to want to be the best teacher for her students yes. and it's just more or less just taking her on and guiding her and kind of helping her see things the way she needs to and, and it's the no nonsense and the it's the seriousness for me that makes it funny because yes. <laughs> everything it's not like she's really like you know trying to be funny it's just more of the realism that makes it funny as far yes. as you know how she does things like she's very uh you know about it like as far as like on the books kind of thing like this is how we do it here kind of thing and she's essentially the same way she wants the best for her students too but it's just like listen I've been in this system for how many years this is just the reality of funding this is just the reality of us getting newer things or um, having things fixed or whatever so she's definitely the character that keeps everyone grounded and like yeah. kind of that like foundational person yeah. and you know you really start to see more of her humanity in season one as well because um, we see her relationship with her daughter. Taylor. Um, Taylor, yes. So we see her daughter come on and we see that dynamic how it plays a role. Um, we see Barbara's dynamic with the other teachers. I mean, she definitely has more of a relationship with Melissa because she's one of the other teachers that's been there a long time as well. And you can kind of see that she's kind of like the mother. She's definitely the mother of the group. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like she is. She's definitely that mother type of character, just kind of taking everybody under her wing to like guide them. And the way she deals with Ava's character is hilarious. She's just like, child, just, oh, okay. All right, yeah. sure, whatever. Like, <laughs> anybody got yeah. time for this? Or you in foolishness? Yes. And, and it's, it's like, Barbara is that teacher that she's the veteran. And yes. it it's almost like she's a veteran at life. And, you know, she's old school. Like, even in this episode, she, <laughs> she keeps, like, mistaking yes. the black characters for white characters. <laughs> and I'm like, oh... Oh, it's the name association for me. It's hilarious. This is like she wants to stay relevant. Like she's 
not that she wants to necessarily be relevant, but she's trying to like stay in the loop. But it's just like, no, you're like, you just, you're not, you're not, you know. And then of course the text messages for me, like she's trying to she, she baby, she don't know how to text. No. Um, in in one of the episodes, because she's a resource person, because she's been a teacher forever. But when it comes to the technology. They had a no. new technology for the students. Yes, to, the computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she did not want to admit that she needed the help and she was struggling. Mm-hmm. And and Janine took that as, ha I, I can help my my mom tour, you know. Yes. Out, you, know? <laughs> it, you know, just those things. And, you yes. know, she's the voice of reason um, yes. because she has the most experience. But then also... Um, like you said, the humanity with her daughter, like, you know, it just shows you that dynamic of adult children relationships with their parents and just how, you know, you have to find that balance in, I can't tell my children what to do because her daughter is in fashion and lives in New York. And I don't think she finished college. And I feel like that's something, you know, Barbara, most most parents mm-hmm. would opt for you to go to go into like education, you know, get a post, you know, exactly. secondary. And then she also deals with alcohol, which is a conflict of interest as far as her beliefs. It's like, yeah, so you're up there yeah. doing the devil's work. <laughs> like, oh no, right. And and in this episode, you know, we we see her, you know dealing with her daughter's relationship with another cast member on the show and, you know, just learning how to really, and and you see the maturity in her because there's an awkwardness because that relationship isn't going well, but Uh it's later on, she kind of breaks code and is like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry y'all broke up. My daughter, you know, she said she called you broke boy. And I'm like, boy. Oh, her daughter spelled boy as in B-O-I. B-O-I. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and you know, it's it's just she's she's probably it's just in her making the connection. Yes. It's like you just see her trying to make the connection. And it's like yeah. it's okay. It's yeah, okay. yeah. She's yeah, she's probably in her fifties and it, it's mm-hmm. just it's it's all right, girl. But the most important thing, like little things like just really navigating what the the younger teachers need. But she's like most teachers that I know and very cynical about the support that mm-hmm. that yeah. that is due them, but they know they're probably not gonna get, which yeah. which lead, which leads us to um Lisa. And Walter, who is Melissa, um, Melissa Shemetti. And, you know, there's not not much with her character. I would like to see more character development on Melissa because she is the veteran teacher alongside um, Barbara. But Melissa is from the streets, child. Listen. (laughs) <laughs> that's that play cousin that you want to have when stuff is about to go down and you don't want to fight like Melissa's the one that yeah. you need on your side like she's definitely the one that's like hey how did we get this in the school I know somebody who knows somebody you don't ask yeah, questions the- after that 
Yeah, you have questions. <laughs> like, the, the, you know, like, it, it's just the, like, you guys would just have to watch. We're we're giving you a very loose, like, description. But y'all go binge season one and, and hit up the episodes of this season. Come on, y'all. Yeah, but, like honestly, it's really just about it's like season when you're meeting these people and kind of getting the basics. It's like when you go on the first date or like when you hang out with somebody for the first time and you feel each other out and you kind of have a basic understanding. And then the longer yes. you know, you spend time with them, it's like, oh, interesting. And I definitely agree. I feel like with Melissa's character, we started scratching the surface as far as like you know her dynamic with. And trying to navigate that after a divorce. And now we've introduced a family dynamic as far as her sister, episode two, season two. I'm excited to figure that out and see what happens with that. But she's definitely one of those teachers who's going to look out for you. I think that being an OG teacher, like those two, at the end of the day, they're going to look out for you. And you just see them look out for the newer teachers in their own unique way. But I'm excited to see her character develop more as well. We're going to be finding out more now that we've introduced a sibling. And clearly that's not the best relationship from what we've seen so far. Um, yeah. The fact that it wasn't already early on established. Oh, this is my sister when they first had the first interaction. I'm already like, yeah, okay, bad blood. Right. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. And you know, she, she, you know, we speak about her divorce and, you know, she's still amicable to an extent with her ex-husband. And we find that she's in a new relationship. And we saw in the last season that, you know, she was kind of afraid to give that relationship a chance. It was the vending machine guy, the guy that refills vending the vending machine, machine. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, the, you know, she was kind of afraid to jump into it. And, you know, we kind of learn a little bit more about her outside of this tough exterior of, yo, right. I'm, I'm, I'm this northerner chick that's Italian and what's up? Like, like we learn so much more about it. So about her. So I'd like to see more character development from her and kind of see like her explore that romance. You know, we know that she spent the whole summer in the Jersey Shore with him, child. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, yeah, but we, but, you know, we, we want to see more from that. Um, I think um, what I'd like to see more and we didn't, we didn't discuss what we'd like to see more from Ava. I think from Ava, I'd like to see kind of a breaking point in yeah. her professional life, her, her, like just really her humbling herself and having yes. a, Having a, it's not all about you moment. You know, I don't know if it's going to be a love. Uh-huh. No, no, I agree with you. That's like, uh, uh, like you said, it could be a love interest. It could be, you know, superintendent really bringing the fire to her, you know, before we really see a more serious side or more compassionate side, you know, a little less playing around and more about me kind of thing. So I agree with you. It could be something along those lines before we really see, you know, the turnaround. So definitely yep. that with his character. Um, I mean, with Barbara's character, I mean, I think 
you know, the whole dynamic with her and Janine for sure. Um, her and Gregory, now that things with her daughter didn't work out, I'm curious to see how that worked. Let, um, let's, talk, let's talk about Gregory. You want to talk about Gregory? Yes, Gregory. Oh my gosh. I call <laughs> Played by Tyler James Williams of the yes. Everybody Hates Chris. You know him from Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> and, and he's definitely with- done a lot of great stuff. Listen, I call him the king of the faces because the looks he gives are this <laughs> is everything. Literally, it's like if I couldn't express it in a word, there's a look for it. And he's literally the definition of that. And so Gregory, it he starts out on season one as a substitute teacher. And then of course, by the end of season one, he comes on as a full-time teacher. He's definitely by the book when it comes to this thing. Like, he's one of those teachers where it has to be done like this. This is what the book says. I'm going to do it exactly like this. Um, He's very analytical. Um, You know, even when he comes to school, the way he, like, even dresses and carries himself, he's very tight with everything. But, of course, we realize he's like that because of his dad, played by Orlando Jones, which was brilliant casting. And just seeing that dynamic, (laughs) and you see how his dad just plays a role. It's like he's trying to prove to his dad that he made the right choice in going into education versus following him in the family business, um, which is landscaping. Like he has a landscaping empire, right? And dad's just like, hey, take on the family business. And Gregory's like, no, let me do this educational thing because he really wants to be a principal. And that's how this becomes interesting because he was supposed to be getting the principal job for Abbott Elementary and then Ava's character just comes in like, yoink. And the way that plays out, I I don't even want to take it away. That's one of those things where I I need y'all to see that episode where everything kind of hits the fan and we find out how Ava got the job and how Gregory was like really close to getting it. But he really wanted to be the principal, but he's Mm-hmm. All the basics. Yep, I'm here. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so you really see that he's learning the fundamentals that he needs to learn at this level, um, by being in the classroom. So there's that. So love his development. So he he becomes like softer over time, not like crazy soft, but he, like he was really like a stick in the mud. Like this is how we do things. Uh, like no, everything's beige and boring and. <laughs> and you just start to see him over the season like lighten up and be more open and relate to the kids in a different way and it's interesting to see how Jacob desperately wants to be his friend but it's just like like we're cool but we're like yeah okay and then the tension with Janine will they won't they baby (laughs) listen I love a good will they won't they I love it and, and, you know, like for me, this is what I'll say, like, Ooh, it's like, mm-hmm. I kind of want to end it. I want to talk about everybody else and come back to them, but okay. Yeah. I get you on that one. But, but you know, like what I'll say about Gregory, um, you know, Gregory has a lot of trauma, which is why he's mm-hmm. so, so you know, like you said, Sam, like 
you know, his father really did shape how he is and just like silly things about him. Like he's just so he can be so flat and he's the king of the side eye. You know, it. <laughs> you know, this show has amazing side eye captures and, oh, you know, yes. James Williams is amazing at that side eye, like because he has these big eyes. So he just kind of like gives this look like, come on now. But um, like he's very matter of fact about what he likes and he doesn't like. Like I remember in season one, everybody was talking about pizza and he doesn't like pizza. Yes. And so, you know, just to kind of get people off his back, he kept saying, yeah, you know, there's this one pizza place that's like in, you know, this faraway place and faraway place. Pizza like this. Yes. And and Jacob, who we're gonna talk about next, was like, oh, yes. okay, I, I went over there and got it. And it's it's those kind of things. And because and you know, giving a teacher's perspective, the one thing about this show that's not real is you can't graduate from a school of education, get a master's degree, and be like, okay, I'm gonna be a principal now without teaching experience. So the fact that they have this like thing about him wanting to be a principal and he was supposed to get the job but that didn't, it's funny to me because I know the truth about how it works, but then it's also funny because of how it plays out on the show. Because yes. Ava, who is the principal, has a huge like she is like crushing on on Gregory. Okay. It's Heavy. cool. No, I got a crush on you. Like she got a crush on him. Like in this, in, in the season um, premiere of the second, the second season, they're they're in development week, and she's like doing a PowerPoint. And the PowerPoint, she's like, oh, she put up these pictures in the PowerPoint <laughs> of herself, and one of them is like a, a a little sexier than most. And she's like, oh, you, you know, my bad. I guess Gregory wasn't looking, and so Ava's like. Gregory, I, I said my bad. Like, did, 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 did you see the picture? Did you not? You saw how fine I was looking? And it's like, it, it's just so funny to see that dynamic, but it also shows he's willing to be, if you will, at the bottom of the barrel because oftentimes educators are the first responders. And when you are mm -hmm. a principal, that school is yours, but you're doing so much more administrative work that you're not always at the brunt of things. So the fact that he is willing to just take it on the chin and say, you know what, I'm going to be here. His, his stoic and very analytical mind, mm -hmm. Barbara is good for him to kind of tell him, yes. I'm doing this more than 20 years. You got to chill. Like that first episode during development week, my dog had pictures of the students, had all these <laughs> facts about all them. All their stats. It was like a football team. Like, here are the stats, literally, for each kid. This is how we have to do X, Y, Z and break all this stuff down. <laughs> and only because he's nervous. And don't. And there are some people that do that when they're nervous. It's either they try to overly prepare because they're always focused on, oh no, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? Exactly. I need to make it work. And then you have somebody like Barbara comes around and their dynamic is interesting because Gregory is 
at the moment, well, we just found out today they ain't dating no more. But during that time, he was dating Barbara's daughter, you know, and they got acquainted when she came down during the open house last season. And it was just like, it's just like, she's pretty much telling him, look, you got to chill. Like, everything's going to be all right. You know, don't worry about a thing, you know, like everything's going to be all right. And so I just, you know, like that, that dynamic is interesting because then we see in the second episode, things not going well between him and Barbara's daughter. And I would say this, it's, you know, Barbara's daughter came in looking like a model, honey. Like Mm -hmm. Barbara, and I mistakenly said that she worked in fashion but she was very fashionable but it's clear that she enjoys the finer things in life and unfortunately teachers don't make enough money to really provide that and so like she said she was dating broke boy she don't want to be with broke boy and you know Greg Gregory was having a hard time like being around Barbara in the second episode of this season, because he was like, look, I need help with my window. I don't know how to crack this open. My room is hot and ain't nobody know how to help him, but Barbara, but he trying to avoid Barbara because things ain't going right with Taylor and Taylor probably talked to her mama. So Barbara know what's going on in their relationship. And then we kind of saw it because they were going into the break room and she trying to avoid him. She, he trying to avoid her. So at some point, you know, Barbara being the mature one gets past him. I mean, gets past it. And it's like, let me help you with this window, baby. And look, before you say anything, I'm sorry that y'all broke up. And he's like, child, I was, this whole episode, I was trying to figure out how I was going to break the news to her. Yes. Breaking up and with it me. it was already damaged. It was already done. So I'm like, well. Because he was broke boy. <laughs> Broke boy. <laughs> Hashtag broke boy. Like, <laughs> oh, Lord. But my whole thing is, what did you expect? Like, your mom is a teacher. Like, yeah. Did you really think he was going to be rolling in the dough? Nope. He wasn't rolling, rolling. rolling. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, so now, Gregory and Janine. Will oh, they nope. won't they? It's back on because literally since season one, you can just you, you see the tension. You don't we forgot to talk about Jacob. Okay, I promise I'm gonna be good. Okay, so we have to talk about everybody's best friend. Forgot everybody's about best friend and Mr. Johnson. You can't forget about the custodian. Oh so- no, you have to listen. We have to talk about Mr. Johnson because yeah. Hello. Yep, I'm here. So Jacob, so he's the he, the bestie. Yes, and he's played by Chris Perfetti, who uh-huh. is, who was on the show Crossbro, Crossbones. I'm sorry, Brady on HBO. Um, um, it was he was Brady on the HBO series Looking, and he was in the show In the Dark. So you know he you know all these actors they come from a good background. Um. But Jacob is your, he's a social studies history kind of teacher, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think he teaches in the secondary level of the school because I believe it's a K through eight. And I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
And Chris is just, I mean, I'm not Chris. I'm sorry, Jacob. Um, when we start the first season, he's just like your lovable, very highly exuberant um, match for Janine as a friend and a confidant. Very the different, much so, but, yes. But I would say, and then I'm I'm gonna let you give your your um synopsis. Um, the thing about uh I keep calling him Chris by his real name. The thing about Jacob is that Jacob, the difference between him and Janine is that he's not stoic. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, but in a very balanced way, if you will. He just is a little bit talkative and very much wants acceptance. Like you said, he yes. wants to be Gregory's friend. He wants all these things, but he's also another voice of reason. He's just really young, you know, like he's young. And so he's not, he's certainly not Barbara in the sense that he's like an OG baby, come on and sit on my lap and let me give you advice. But he's certainly a, a, a he he knows how to wear his emotions to where he can relate. And he's very empathetic, I would say. Yeah, I um, agree. I definitely he, agree. He has, you know, we find out there's a little bit more depth um, towards the end of season one where we find out that he is gay and he's in a relationship with his boyfriend, um, Zach, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And and we see Zach in the end of season um, one on the field trip. Um, and this is where Janine breaks up with Tariq. But Jacob, you know, being that voice of reason, he's always down to help Janine. He matches Janine's enthusiasm. He matches her. I'm willing to do whatever it takes by a fault. Like we've seen him yeah. like yeah. jump into situations and like, you know, but but he's he's such a roll with the punches guy. Like even when the kids were picking on him, he found a way to make it work into his lesson plan so that the kids could learn. But then at the same time, he had to tell Janine, you know, because sometimes he like would ride in the car with her while she was still with Tariq and Tariq would be in the car. So he kind of peeped that Tariq was trash. And he pretty much told her in a lot of ways, like, yeah, look, like it's clear that you're growing Tariq out. It, it, it's it's okay. It's Pretty okay. much. Mm -hmm. So what say you, my friend? Like, I love Jacob's character so much just because, I mean, like we've established, like he's essentially just wanting to be accepted. And you can see that he wants to make genuine connections with everybody but you really see the dynamic between him and Janine for sure, because they're alike in so many ways. And I think they can mutually benefit from each other in their friendship. You know, you see how Janine can uh, be a benefit to Jacob and vice versa, especially in the relationship. And you see where he was conflicted in season one, because he's like, Hey, I didn't tell you about mine because I'd have to tell you about yours. And right. And, mm -hmm. As a friend, that's hard. Like, when you see your friend going through something and it's like, I don't know if I can say that or if they'll accept it the way I mm -hmm. hope they would or whatever. Because it's like, when you see your friend with somebody trash, you definitely don't want to encourage it. But at the same time, you don't want to seem like you're trying to control them and tell them what to do. You know what I mean? And 
you know, thankfully they were able to work through it to the place where they could talk about it. And, you know, as a friend, you know, he could share his thoughts on the matter. At the end of the day, the decision was Janine's. And I think it just took somebody else really being like, hey, look at your situation again, because it's trash. And eventually she says, you know what? Like, I was already feeling like this. And now, you know, you said that's giving me something deeper to look at. I love the attempts at friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they yeah. are, I think they're acquaintances, uh, Jacob and Gregory. Like, I think Absolutely. he wants it to be more. He's like, oh, that's my bro. And he just tries so hard. Yes, he does. Exactly. And you see, he wants a connection with Barbara. You really saw that in season one when they had the garden. And he, like, so you see that in this show, he really desires to, like, have connections. So he connected with Barbara through the garden. You know, he's really connected with Jindy because he's a new teacher. You know, he, you know, wants a male bestie, you know, in Gregory. And, you know, you just kind of see how he tries to connect with everyone. And it really is about acceptance and, you know, as we've seen in episode, like episode two of season two is already just, I need to see the next episode. Like, I wish I could binge the whole show right now because yes. it's the setup for me. Like, the writing is so dang brilliant. The setup for what you want to see in the next episode, it's like there's relationship drama all over the place right now because it's like, okay, we got the setup with. Taylor and Gregory. Now we're getting the setup question mark with. Oh wait, hello. Are we back? We're good. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. So now we see the question mark with Zach and Jacob. Like, what's going on with that? It's just... exactly, exactly. Oh, I love a good setup. Ah, oh, this is so good. It's like, okay, wait, there's more. And like, we were scratching the surface with Jacob too. Like, we see a lot of good things. In season one, but really starting to see what's going on in season two. The fact that he's helping Janine now, it's like, okay, well, are they going to end up being roomies or something? I don't know. I'm throwing that out there. I just feel like it, season yes. two, their dynamic might, like, they might end up, I don't know. I just feel like season two is going to be the change up to where we might see more of their dynamic because living together and working together, who? Yeah, because what because because what Sim is referring to is, you know, when Janine couldn't pay her rent and, you know, Jacob was the one that found out and he kind of spilled the beans, you know, to make awareness of it to help her. It, you know, he gave her his student loan money that he, he was like, yeah, you know, you know, Joey, Joey B, Joey B is going to going to going to cancel all that debt with Joe Biden, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's his optimism is so great, but um, yes, like all that depth, you know, comes out in kind of like these B side stories of the episode where it's like, what's going to happen with Melissa and the, and the vending machine guy, you know, uh -huh. in this episode, we saw that Melissa's sister works at the chartered school that has, all the updated equipment that, yeah. you know, they wish that they had at Abbott Elementary and, um, you know, just all those things. And, you know, like other B-side, um, like, stories where, you know, we find out, like, you know, Ava, she's trying to figure out how she's going to use this grant money. And, you know, Janine did win the 
the the Shark Tank kind of interview <laughs> that they did, you know, yes. get computers because, like we said, you know, Janine by a fault is like dedicated to school. So when they went to the charter school, they saw all these um, improvements. It's like, uh, uh-uh, we gotta have improvements too. So yes, the computers and all this updated technology would have worked, but then they got called into the cafeteria and there was a rodent infestation that they needed to use yes. the grant awards. So those are B-side stories and, you know, Barbara and, you know, maybe some development there. I'm throwing out there that she's going to eventually become the assistant principal or some type of leadership role, you know, hey. and that might cause some friction between her and Ava. It may even cause a little bit of, I, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd say that it's her just due because she's been a teacher forever, but it may either inspire or make, may make Gregory feel a type of way. Um, I would like to see more development into, like I said, Melissa's past, her family history, as yes. well as her relationship. Yes, with her yeah. I can't why, wait to see that. Why her marriage didn't work. Ava yeah. with her family. And, you know, because we saw in that episode, that sense of humanity in her when they brought her, I believe her mother and her mother was elderly and disabled and needed a lot of help. I think her mother had dementia and that's something I can relate to. I took care of my aunt. I love you, auntie. God rest your soul who had dementia for 17 years before she died. So I understand that. And, um, what else? Um, you know, Gregory not liking stuff that, normal people will like. he try something new will he try something new and will he like it like will he loosen up will he learn to really just embrace life again will they won't they will they won't they is yeah, like the we're, biggest we're thing today. you know just a <laughs> we're, brief thing. we're almost um, there yes just a brief thing on mr gregory mr greg i'm not mr gregory i'm sorry mr johnson is our yes comedian, and he is hilarious just the comedic relief, even though there is tons of yes. comedic relief, but he is the lovable janitor, custodian, extraordinaire that do his job halfway, honey. Like, yes, how he rings everything. And and when you go into the break room, the breaker, the the electric breaker, you know, he remembers everything because it is listed. In remembrance of Boys to Men, okay, he yes, has the Boys to Men song. Yes, yes, child. Like, <laughs> and he walking down the halls, and I'll make love to. All right, baby, <laughs> like you want me to, but oh he knows God. which one goes with that one, and which one goes with on bended knee, and the other one with water wrench. I bet you the water wrench dry breaker controls the water heater. I'm I'm convinced that it controls that. If Listen, there's a, <laughs> make it make sense I'm just like hey there has to be some kind of connection I'm sure the song connects to whatever the breaker is connected to but like and like you said even though it is a comedic show like everybody has like all the other characters have a drama related aspect like there's some sort of drama or some sort of like depth or there's like something deeper going on behind the comedy Literally, he is just straight up like, I'm going to say what's on my mind. 
comedic relief. It doesn't have to make sense. He's just going to do it. He's just going to say it. Like, he's going to more or less bring the balance. So amidst all the drama, like, he's just going to be the evenness of funniness. Like, he's just going to be the funny person regardless with the, like, random comment or the random action that he does. Like, even with the tailgating thing, he's out there partying and living it up, eating the <laughs> same food or whatever. Um, like you said, with the breaker bringing that, Janine was trying to be like super savior and like fix electricity. And he's just like, listen, you waiting on people who are going to take years to come from the district to like fix all this stuff. I just rig it and hope for the best. I'm going to go fishing. So I'll talk to you later. Bye. It's like, yeah, dude, electricity is like not working the way it should. And you're just going to rig it up to some voice to men's song and go fishing. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's like he just—he's just like I'm just gonna live my life and do my job. And then you find out later he's had how many other jobs. You just think he's just this like straight up janitor, you know, just kind of you know, kind of riding things out to retirement. And he's had like so many interesting careers, as we find out in season one. But he's just like really just laid back and just humorous, like. My my favorite, there's a couple of favorite things, but in the first episode, you know, when Janine pull up and he, um, he you know, when, he, when she pulls up and did their barbecuing in her spot, you know, her optimism, he turns around, he says, hey, Janine, it's going to be a great year. And she's all smiling. And the only reason why it's going to be a great year to him is because he's not talking about the school year. He's talking about the Eagles, baby. He's talking about date child. We, <laughs> baby, it's going to be a great season, my guy. And, you know, a football watcher I am. Um, shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Dolphins were 3-0, and though. I'm very sorry for the rest of y'all, but we coming yeah. for y'all. But anyway, um, uh, and then in, in this episode, He's giving unsolicited the advice to Gregory. He's like, look, man, take yes. it from me. He was like, remember Martha and the Vandellas? <laughs> well, I was with Martha and I broke up with her and they vandalized my car. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just like that. So and just the so random weird. commentary. Like he was in the Olympics. Like in season one, like we find out some information. He was in the Olympics. He was talking about his time. In Olympic yeah. Village, I'm like, sir, who even asked you about this? We find out he knows how to like, uh, play. Uh, what is it, poker? Or there's like, you just find out random information as you watch the seasons progress. So season one, definitely watch it so you can find out more about our jolly janitor. And yep. season two, just expect to find out more randomness about him. But it is overall hilarious. Okay. Well, Simony, you about the burst. So come on, come on and come on and let's talk about what we all been waiting for. Please <laughs> understand. So y'all check me on this, fam. Okay. So we start the season with awesome, wonderful, romantic, comedic tension with Janine and Gregory, right? So Janine's already been at the school, I believe, a year or so. So I think it's her second year. Um, and Gregory comes in as a substitute teacher 
and you know he you know just getting acclimated and of course Janine is there to help him get adjusted and of course he likes her and <laughs> I love the way this show is shot like if anybody's familiar with The Office yeah like it's definitely like a mockumentary style kind of thing and <laughs> you just see where he just looks at her and then the camera catches him and then it's like, yeah. okay, then. You're there. It's hilarious. <laughs> they just see this awesome, hilarious tension. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Really with him, though, because Janine, of course, is in a relationship with Tyreek, and she is, like, super faithful to Tyreek. So, clearly, the tension is only one-sided, right? Yeah. For a while. Because, oh, then we introduced Miss Taylor. Hello. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay. Okay, what's happening here? I don't know. What? Oh, oh, you're going out with her? Okay, because yes. I thought you were going to go out with us. So it, even though she was still in the relationship, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to cheat. But it was just almost like, hmm, like, I, I like your time and your company. I enjoy you, you know, our dynamic that we developed in our friendship and our, you know, working together and stuff like that. So definitely to have somebody else come in on that, you start to kind of see, okay, there might be something there with Janine. But of course, most of her attention, if not all of it, is directed toward, you know, her boyfriend at the time. So now we're in this place where it's like they're like ships in the night. Gregory wasn't with anybody. She's with somebody. Now, as she's transitioning out of her relationship, he's transitioning into a relationship with Taylor yeah. And so of course, by the end of season one, it's like okay, he's in a relationship, and um, sorry, he's in a relationship and she's ending her. So it's just right. like, ah, come on. So yep. now season two comes along and plays with my emotions because now he's yep. not in a relationship anymore. She's not in a relationship anymore. It's literally like right there in our faces. Will yep. they or won't they? And of course like any brilliant writer, you're not going to just give it to us because we want it. You're not going to just be like, okay, you're both single now. So maybe we can like by season, like by episode four, let's make it a thing. No, we're probably going to have to wait the whole dang season and see if their friendship develops into something more. Is it going to be a conflict of interest because um, Gregory and Janine both have a relationship with Barbara and of course Barbara, as we know, is um, Taylor's um, mom and excuse me and so it's like okay what if they get together is it going to be an issue with Barbara probably not because the way Taylor just dismissed him I don't I don't think it's going to be but I don't know if it's going to be a thing but like then of course we also have to consider Ava who is shamelessly shamelessly going after Gregory like, if they become a thing, Ava is going to make Janine's situation horrible. <laughs> I can only imagine just the foolishness that Ava's going to do if Janine and Gregory become a thing. I just want to see it play out so desperately, but then I'm like, but am I involved because of the tension and the possibility and the what if? And what if they do get together? And then it's like, hmm, okay. So it's like, is it the will they, won't they? But then it's almost like Bridgerton. It's like, dang, you feel the tension. Just hurry up and get together already. When they do get together, it's like, ah, release. 
yeah and and also it's like like with with Ava it can either go it could go either way I think she's like right now there's not enough depth outside of the I just think he's fine and she probably want to smash I feel like if you know, Janine and Gregory get together. She might feel a type of way, but I, at this point, I don't think it's going to be that deep. That's just me. That's just me. Hey. But, but I get what you're saying because it could get deep because if she's that petty and she already thinks that Janine's a dork, she's going to probably be threatened by how how I'm fly and he yes. goes for you. I mean, even in the even in the um the season um two opener, he she let us know that she parted her hair on one side other than the she parted her hair on the right side other than the left. And he's the only one that noticed it. Like you can tell that he likes her. Mm-hmm. And, and you can tell that he likes her. You can he's honest with her. It's not one of that googly eyed, I love you, and you do nothing wrong. He lets her know when she's off. He certainly yep. cares about her. I think that their situation has always been bad timing. Like, I remember... Yes. I remember one episode where, you know, they were walking together, and I guess the episode, the school day was done, and he was about to... You know, he was asking her to go eat, and then Jacob yes, comes... Jacob. Yeah, yeah, I can come too. And he invites himself and he's like, I'm Sir. 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 Like, you just totally blocked in that situation. The yeah. one that got me, though, the episode that got me was season one, Fade episode. Yes. Right? Was it the Fade episode where, he came, where it was raining? And then it was a whole situation in the library. Like, guess um, they relocated to the library because um, it was raining really bad and they were trying to get lunch and you know, and Janine wanted to make it a, hey, let's get to know each other kind of opportunity. And so, you know, they have this whole thing where it's like an icebreaker kind of thing and things go left. And so she gets really upset and then she walks out. And, um, you know, being a good friend, he goes after her. And of course, it's raining. So common sense, he comes with an umbrella. Thank you. Yeah. And there's this moment where he's just like kind of not nearly like rudely questioning, but he's almost like anything like, you know, is th- is that relationship what you want? You kind of see him like mm. look at each other like, oh, mm. oh, mm. Ho-ho. and then of course, who happens to pull up? Tyreek. Yeah. In Janine's car. Yeah. <laughs> Just try to, he's like, oh, is there a VIP section? I can't. <sighs> like, Tyreek. Tyreek. You, you really performing for a school right now. Are you really asking if there's like a VIP area? Absolutely. For your favorite performance. Yes, he is. Because that's the kind of guy he is. Like. Yeah. And he and, just and needs it, a break. He wants a big break. And, and yeah, you know, like him wanting that big break, you know, it's good that they broke up because, you know, like she said in the second season opener it's super good for the both of them even though she has to you know stand up on chairs to put her dishes up and even though 
she has to take 100% of the rent, not 80-20 as they were splitting it. Because she mentioned Which that. Is a you know, horrible we, split. It's a horrible <laughs> split. It's it's a disaster of a split, but it just goes to show you how how much she was really doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, with with I feel like my prediction for them is that just to make it interesting, like you said, because if it's good writing, let's say they get together. They get together, but their relationship has to be so nuanced, like that it it's not a very easy happily ever after. It has to mm. be that they, it has to be that they get along, but there are major hurdles that they have to get over that you know, like in thirty minutes we we find a resolve, and then maybe at the end of the season there's a climactic point of will they stay together or will they not if they stick together or if they, if the writers say, Hey, we're going to be in a relation, we're going to put them in a relationship. If they're not in a relationship, there has to be growing tension until the, the season finale where they go on their first solo date, or if they're about to go on their first solo date, something happens where, they never get the date, but it's established that they're both interested in each other, which which will make us want to come back for season three. Like, or that, let me throw mm-hmm. a monkey wrench in here. Let me throw the monkey oh, wrench. So I have like two oh. wrenches. First could be one of them wants it while the other one doesn't. So like, yes. let's say Gregory wants it and then Janine does it because she's like, I want you in my life as my friend. I don't want to lose our friendship. Or vice versa, let's say it flips and Janine is really showing interest and then Gregory's like, no, I don't want to lose you kind of thing. So it's always like a ships in the night kind of thing. It's always a timing issue for them that we watch play out. Like there's always something that happens to why their relationship can't work. So we're always wondering, will they, won't they? Or the ultimate block happens and when they're finally looking like they're going to get together, Tyreek shows up and wants to propose. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Tyreek shows up, wants to I love it. Simone, that's why you are Simone Wrights on everywhere <laughs> that you can find her. Because <laughs> while while I believe my plots were good, that that's oh, no that's yours were epic. I want that. I want those. No, no your yours yours was admittedly much better. So um <laughs> they were but um yes Tyreek coming back is a wonderful idea I also would like to throw in another probably two episode parter where Taylor comes back who is Barbara's daughter and wants to apologize to Greg after dating guys that were rich boys yes rich boy. yes she realizes that you know, that's not what she wanted. And she realizes that, you know, I want to try it with you. And, you know, seeing how that dynamic plays out, you know. Ooh, the monkey wrench. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the Tyreek proposing, because mind you, like, if this is a 22 season, um, 22 episode season, you can stretch that out into a whole year. So yes. if, 
you know, them breaking up was good because this person needed to grow, she needed to grow, then it could totally be that he took the time to grow. And since he's grown, he's trying to have that old thing back. And so yeah. it's like, hmm. You know, so we don't know. Like, so those are those are all great possibilities, but they are absolutely adorable. I like the fact that Greg shows his interest um, little by little, but he's respectful. So I side very up. much so. I love that too, and I love that she's so supportive of him and encourages him. I love that she's always like trying to get him to like try something. Like the big thing with the classroom, like adding color. Or, you know, putting up the pictures, like sharing the pictures that the kids drew of him. Like, yo, you should, yes. you should put some artwork up in your classroom. You should, you know, um, you know, add some pictures or whatever the case is. Or, you know, you're really doing a good job. Or, you know what, you are doing the right thing by going to education. Is this really what you want to do? Like, teaching's great, you know, but is this what you want to do? And he, was, and he finally had that discovery moment where he's like, yeah, I really do want to make mm-hmm. education my profession and it's like when you have someone in your life that gives you that space to really explore and helps you see that this is really what you want to do listen that is a great friend to have and even better if they become something more so that's probably another reason why he you know is falling for her and cares about her so much you know what yeah. I mean but I love what you said that he's always been respectful he's never been disrespectful and tried to like block you know her and Tyree like he respected the relationship and I respect the fact that he's respecting her in her breakup. Like, he's just not on her. And even in his relationship, I mean, he talks about how he could be straight up and just be honest and express that things aren't working out. It, but he isn't using that as an opportunity to go after somebody else. Like, he wants to close that chapter properly. And, yep. like, he really is a stand-up guy. Like, Gregory's character is definitely really stand-up, you know, which I appreciate. Yeah. And I guess that did we did we catch everyone? I think we did. Yeah, we Oh, we can't forget did. the kids. We can't forget the kids. Like casting for these children. Yeah. Like because of course you know you have kids that are in the background just so hello, it's a school, you're supposed to be kids. But some of the kids that they have actually like um with like lines, like actually playing supported characters. Yes. Hilarious. Bria. So wonderful casting just for the kids as well. And even the the other supporting actors like the 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 um the lunch ladies and the lunch. Oh fellas. yeah. Oh yeah. This, this 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 is really just the best example of an ensemble cast. Like it's you know, clearly you see that their main characters, like of course we're following Janine's character a lot. Um, but you really are invested in all of the characters, whether they have a lot of lines or a few lines. Like, this is just amazing writing, amazing casting. Like, literally, this is lightning in a bottle. Like, this is great work at its finest. And, you know, hopefully, you know, for anybody who's listening, I mean, we probably put, like, spoiler alert, like, a lot. Oh, alert, alert, alert. Because yeah, we just told y'all everything all the way up to season two, episode two. Hello, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but and still, even with us saying what we've 
Oh, hello. Oh, yep, we're here. Please watch it, y'all. Like, don't just take our word for it. Like, please watch it from season one, episode one. You will not be disappointed. It is hilarious. Just binge it because that's what we do now. We binge watch. So go on Hulu, binge watch, and then join us on Wednesday nights, okay? So you can yep. watch the newest episode. Yes. And God willing, me and Sim, Sim Renee will be here every week kind of doing this call-in kind of kind of situation because we know that Miss Sim Renee is a wife and a mommy. So we can't just, you know, kidnap her all the time to come into, <laughs> you know, the Musings Group studio. So um, we have to be mindful of that, but, you know, we have voiced our opinions on season one and so far of what we've seen in season two of the Emmy award winning show Abbott Elementary. And we just voiced it, honey. So we would like to know what you guys think. So this has been voice it exclamation mark with Fran Lavoie. You know, it's voice it, you know, the exclamation mark is voice it with Fran Lavoie. And this is featuring Sim Renee. You can find Sim Renee. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll throw, throw yourself out there, Sim Renee. I ain't going to Oh, I appreciate y'all. Okay, well, I appreciate you. And fam, if you're interested in following me on my creative platforms, um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Sim Renee Writes. So that's S-I-M-R-E-N-E-E. W-R-I-T-E-S, right? And then also YouTube, Sim Renee, space, right? Um, and then also my website, if you're interested in checking that out, it's SimoneFuji.com. So that's my full name, S-I-M-O-N-I-E-H-U-G-U-E.com. Feel free to check out what I have on my website. I have blogs, um, also some video content. Maybe a song or two. I don't know. And then also, um, if, just lessons if you would like to do any acting coaching um, or public speaking coaching, things like that. Connect with your girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And she's really good at it, you know, and she is a professional as we all are. And like I said, you can find me at Voice It. That is voice it, the word, exclamation mark, with Fran Lavoie, F-R-A-N-L-A-V-O-I-X. And you can find me at Fran Lavoie on IG, the Musings Group, that is T-H-E-M-U-S-I-N-G-S group on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. And you can also find me at www.themusingsgroup.com. I have a vocal coaching website. That is something that yeah. I have never, I have never said in the 13 episodes of this podcast. But yes, I am a vocal coach. I yep. never do it. Oh, I appreciate it. And I do the things. And that is something that I will speak about later on. But Thank you so much. You can catch me on Anchor FM, where this is all started. Shout out to Anchor FM. Um, You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podstitcher, and anywhere else where you find podcasts. You can also listen to me on web browsers if you type in voice it, exclamation mark with Fran Lavoie. 
Thank you so much. We will be back, God willing, next week to discuss season two, episode three of Abbott Elementary. Please tell the people goodbye. Bye, fam. Bye. And we hope you guys have a wonderful night. Bye.